This is the EchoCast, episode 21. This will be a short one on my part. This will be episode 2 of my talk with Armor for a Core. This time we'll talk about uh, the Division, Division 2 specifically, and we'll get pretty deep into that. Before that, quick content update. The YouTube Video Per Day Challenge I took up at the beginning of August. Unfortunately, after... After this weekend, it'll be uh, 17 or 18 videos. I just uh, just ran out of time. Funny thing is, I actually had plenty of ideas, and I still have a few. I'm sure I'm going to work on eventually. Um, but uh, honestly, it, it, it just the results weren't there, considering the time I was putting in due to my limited time. I just felt like it was a bad investment um, from kind of a funny standpoint. Uh, there was actually a moment where seven or eight videos in i actually had um lost four net uh subscribers on my channel so um, i'm guessing that the constant videos uh were, were just too much and and i understand so so we're moving on from that um but i definitely have a few videos i still want to make um, that i had planned um and there's a few there's you know really every one of those videos i'm really proud of um especially considering the turnaround that i did them in Stay of the game recap. It was a it was a good one. Um, the big the big point was patch one point eight point three will be released on August twenty third. Uh, the big features being uh, striker balancing. Uh, EMP will now um, not only pause stacks but allow them to go away during that time. They lo they lowered the rate of healing per stack. Um, you can only earn one stack per shot or pellet on shotguns or before you could get uh, like with the showstopper 16 stacks per shot now it's eight they've halved it and probably the biggest news is that this um will only happen this change only impacts pvp so um, last stand skirmish and the dz otherwise the set remains exactly as it was before Showstopper bug and exploit has been fixed. The big problem is that the audio still sounds like it can work if someone still tries to do it. Um, but they, they've assured that that's a deeper coding issue, but the actual issue of it firing basically three shots at a time is no longer there and shouldn't be a problem anymore. Uh, the last big piece was the support station master mod no longer automatically gives 33% um, healing if you drop it and pop it so a lot of people were putting zero points into electronics and just equipping the support station because the master mod on the support station you could have zero electronics and you could um, drop the master you could drop the support station immediately blow it up and get a 33% heal that is uh, better than what you would get off the first aid, which um, probably shouldn't happen. It kind of um, is kind of a cop out, kind of a cheap way to get a, a nice heal. So um, that is likely going to change um, things quite a bit. I actually believe the support station change will be probably the bigger change than striker, to be totally honest. But um, I'll be curious to see how it works out long run. The um, the big thing for me was honestly. 
I would have been fine if the striker change was game-wide. I know that there were people that were worried about PvE. Even with the changes, it's still going to be insanely powerful in PvE because enemies basically stand still, so you can build your stacks extremely quickly. Um, but, you know, they they did what they did, and I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's fine. Um, I just think it would have been fine um, to to change it all around. But they're testing something out, and I'm curious to see how it goes. Um, and the next thing was uh, they talked about the Phoenix Shield, uh, the survival-based shield that would be released. Um, that on top of that, since it's survival-based and not everyone has survival, they are giving a free week of survival. Um, so you can um, play it and get the shield, even if you don't have the DLC. Honestly, the DLC is pretty cheap at this point, and survival is awesome, so is the underground. And Last Stand isn't awful, especially after some of these changes. It might be more interesting. So I suggest getting the darn DLCs, but you know, do what you do. I, I understand either way, but I can only imagine you can find them pretty cheap right now. The last piece is talking about Gamescom and how that is coming up um, next week. Um, I'm really excited to see what they bring for the division, obviously. I'll be excited to see what else comes up as well. But my focus is uh, pretty blatant, so we'll uh, see what we get from that. I believe Petter will be there, which is exciting. Um, some of, of the other CMs and um, community developers, as I want to make sure I call Petter after listening to the SitRep Radio interview with him. And that's all I have for Stay of the Game. Um, for Division News in general, all I really had was talking about Gamescom and PAX West. It only seems natural that there's going to be more Division 2 info. Terry Spear dropped a tweet basically saying we haven't released anything yet, so I'm going to be quiet. Um, we all know that guy just loves to bring us good news. Um, but he's also a very smart professional and knows when he can and can't say things. So I'm curious to see what comes from that. Before I jump into the second part of my interview with Armor 4 Core, I'm actually going to answer a few uh, viewer questions or listener questions, and uh, we'll go from there. So um, Hassan sent me a couple questions. He said, do you think the division will become a sequel, each version a different city, and uh, where do you think they would be? I'm assuming he meant series, um, and, and I do. I don't think Division 2 is the final game of the, of the, of the franchise. Um, I think it's going to be... Um, I think they're they I assume they're already planning on having it last longer um than like division one uh in the sense of like new content more consistently um but I suspect that we'll get like a division three i I'd be surprised if we got division two and then expand it into other cities um but maybe that's how the engine is designed now maybe they can do that if they did other cities. Um, I think Philadelphia, um, Boston, Chicago, even down south, um, they're doing D.C. in the summer. So now we have open, uh, we have summer, uh, you know, warm places open. So you could be talking about like maybe like New Orleans, Atlanta, Dallas, out west, Los Angeles, San Diego, Seattle. Um, you know, there's a lot of possibilities on top of that. You've got cities uh, in other countries. Um, you've got a lot of lore in the game um, that, you know, there's some mention of, you know, Canada. Um, obviously, we have a ton of European fans. So, you know, places like Berlin, London, 
Paris, you know, all kinds of cities that um, could be really cool over there as well. So uh, we'll see. Your other question was, do you think the hunters have an actual story behind them or are they just random rogue agents or some random people? Um, I don't know how developed the story was for them in Division 1. I suspect it's more than we know. Um, there's a lot of hints and clues all over their uniforms and uh, equipment that leads me to believe that there is some pretty deep lore behind them. Um, I would, if I was a betting man, I would say that we're going to learn a whole lot about the Hunters in Division 2. Um, I suspect they will play a pretty big part. One, because of how much we love them and how obvious that is. And two, just because it seems like they um, were kind of meant to give us kind of an uneasy feeling in Division 1. The um, I I almost, though, hope that we don't learn everything about them. I don't think it would be the worst thing ever if maybe we learned a little bit uh you know a little bit about them maybe even a lot but i would like it to not be 100 percent clear uh wilco asked me um do you expect any any news about the division two um out of gamescom next week um or will it be the same stuff as e3 i think the demo will be the same demo i think we will get new trailers and lots of new information about division two um the more i've thought about e3 and what we learned and how much information it seemed, I highly suspect it was actually just the tip of the iceberg. So I'm excited to find out what Gamescom brings and the next like seven months. <laughs> and then DB asked, what other factions do you think the devs could come up with that would fit onto the DC locale as part of the sequel? Um, I think the True Sons probably kind of cover at least some of the military idea. Um, that's a, it's a very heavily fortified area with lots and lots of troops and officials and stuff like that. Um, so I, I think that there may be another like military ish group, maybe even like a special forces group or something like that. Wink, wink hunters. Maybe um, I think that um, you're also talking about a lot of lobbyists and private um, investment and interest there. So I wouldn't be surprised if we have another PMC type of um, faction like the LMB, but I wouldn't be surprised if we get an LMB-ish faction that's way more advanced and very uh, shade agent-ish. Um, I don't really know more than that, but I think that that may be kind of a thing. So, um, And then I really hope we have like a fanatical replacement for the cleaners. Um, the cleaners are one of my favorite factions to fight because you can blow them up and they're, um, they're just neat. There's more to them than just greed or money or power. They, they literally are in theory trying to do the good, the right thing, a, a good thing. Uh, it's just their method is, um, uh, tough to handle for, uh, most reasonable people. So um, I think there's a lot, and there's probably a hundred I can't even imagine because I'm not creative enough. But those are all awesome questions. I really appreciate you guys asking those. Um, feel free to ask questions uh, through my Discord, on my Twitter, or any other uh, way that you can get a hold of me. So now that I've blabbed on long enough, I'm going to start the second part of my conversation with uh, Armor 4 Core, and we'll uh, wrap it up after that. So, okay, Division 1, Division 2. So um what 
what would you say you liked about the division one gameplay loop or the mechanics of division one just as what general yeah um hmm. mechanics wise that's tough man on that it's very broad yeah <laughs> i mean i that's really tough with i can give you mine i can tell you what i think so and now you're fine so mine would be um even though i know the gunplay is probably actually i know the gunplay is going to adjust because i I got to play the demo for Mm -hmm. division two um but not in a bad way i really enjoy just the feel i enjoy running down the street seeing i don't even care if it's a red enemy a red enemy is down there Mm -hmm. pulling up my lightweight m4 and killing them it's it's such a satisfying like Aim down sights, ba 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 ba. Health bars down, they fall. You get the bing. You get the you know. It's um, it's such a satisfying game for me to play. Mm-hmm. It's why I still do it, even though I've done it a million times. Yeah, I um, would say the open world AI mechanics is probably okay. the best part for sure. me. Um, it really brings it to life. Yeah. Sure. No, I I agree, and and I really think that they're gonna go um, ten steps further with Division Two when it comes to that. Um, I, yeah. I'm really pumped about that. The new AI in Division 2 is amazing, how the enemies yeah. flank you, oh, how yeah. they hurt you to the ground, man. Like, I'm excited. That's just one faction. So, yep. I mean, yep. well, who if, knows what else we got. If you get to touch it, if they have the demo there, which I'm, I suspect they will, yeah. um, even if it's the same one I got to play, the first thing you're going to notice is, one, um, the lightweight M4 is not a laser. Yeah, um, I it, bet. You, you have to control <laughs> it a little bit. It would be kind of um, funny if it was the worst gun in the game. Uh, that, that would really make me laugh. <laughs> I, I don't think it will be, but I think you'll be actually making choices on what guns to use in this game. At least that's the way it seems. But okay. the second thing you'll notice, at least that I noticed, was that in Division 1, there's so much like stun locking on the PvE enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, where if you hit them with a few shots, they just like stand still. Or yeah. they get staggered, and it's so easy to kill them. As soon as you start firing at these guys in Division Two, they're like dipping and dodging, and they 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 don't get stuck that same way. You can definitely tell um, okay. that the trade off has been sure we're going to do a much lower time to kill. You might only have to hit one of these guys two or three times in the head to kill them, the low mm-hmm. level guys, but um, they're going to be harder to hit. Yeah. So, which is a really exciting if that's the concept they're going at with Division Two entirely. I'm super pumped because. It's yeah. saying if you have the skill to hit them, you will kill them quicker than you were able to before. The, but it's going to be harder to hit them. The only thing, not were you level thirty in the demo? You were level thirty, but you were using um, superior gear, purple gear. Okay, so this technically isn't end game to what we're going to be playing the majority of. So I don't, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to like give an opinion on the time to kill on a leveling up process. You know what I mean? So that's like, yeah, Yeah. that's the hard part when people like ask for opinions and stuff like that. (laughs) You're like, "Uh, I mean, no one knows yet. Yeah. It looks cool, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. definitely. Um, would you say that division one would have been better off, um, having high end gear be as rare as classified gear is now, if not more rare with the same talents or if they were like as valuable (sighs) as, your sets sure um so what i'm kind of hearkening to with that question is mm-hmm. how at the beginning of the game um you had purple builds yes um and you were ecstatic if a 
<laughs> high end dropped <laughs> um, any of them, even if it had a shitty talent on it, you were just pumped. Yeah. Um, and what kind of killed that whole grind was that so many people found and abused the Bullet King farm, mm-hmm. um, and were able to just basically farm Bullet King and get full high end sets. And instead of going and you know taking that gear away from them, they just kind of eventually just gave everything to everyone. Yeah. Um, but you know, th- th- I'm sure that was a much tougher decision to make than I'm making it sound. But um, I guess my idea of is <sighs> that's a good point though about the talents because well, something I'll tell you that I learned at E3 was the fact that the whole point of the gear sets was assuming that every single talent on the high end gear was useful. Exactly. Be- because the idea was that if every talent on all six pieces of high end gear is useful then you have to make a significant do i want to give up those good talents to have this four piece gear set that has talents but they're much more focused um obviously the end result being uh there's like three good high-end talents and that's not the case so i guess so i'll ask that question in this sense um would you have been okay with the high ends being extremely rare um if all of the high-end talents were more useful yeah it's just yeah, it's just so hard because it's set in stone now that, you sure. know, it goes, you know, green, blue, purple, yellow yep. to green, that you're kind of, I don't know how you can re-identify them as them being as valuable as a gear set now. Sure. That you kind of, you know, pick your poison, like, this is what you want that game to be. It, it would be a little confusing for players at first, I feel like, because they're going to oh, yeah. have this idea that green means good. This is what I'm <laughs> going for, you know? <laughs> sure, so, sure. Sure. It's gonna it, it's gonna be a good thing if they are for uh, content creators because there's gonna be more variety of videos you can make and mm-hmm. builds and what talents to look for. So I hope they are sure for the game's sake. But yeah, I th- I would have no problem with it, man. But at the same time, people want good gear quick. I I think what we have seen so far and mm-hmm. what makes me pretty hopeful in Division Two is that um, that whole idea of the high end gear being good. Mm-hmm. appears to be a thing because mm-hmm. um with that new brand system which is kind of a gear set system yeah um but focused in a different way um uh, yeah seems really cool that, that that seems like a really good way to handle it so they're basically saying okay so all of your gear is going to be like mini gear sets but then we're so that's going to be valuable it's going to be very useful it's going to have great talents you, mm-hmm. you're going to want to use it and then we're going to give you the choice of, well, here's a, here's a green gear set now. Yeah. So do you, are you willing to give up those brand um, enhancements? Here's, uh, uh, go ahead. here's what I'm hoping for with gear sets. I don't want them to be DPS related by any means. Sure. I want them to help you be a role in a raid or a PVP, rather it be a healer or, um, you know, blocking status effects or, you know, maybe putting up like a huge mobile cover or something, sure. you know, sure. like, I want that to be a gear set more so than like I can get a hundred stacks and melt you in two seconds. <laughs> sure, you know? sure. Yeah. I think it should be more situational, like role playing. The the one thing that made me happy was that yeah. there's a gun talent that's basically mini striker. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to believe that the striker type uh talent is gone. I from hope gear. That. I really because hope so. <laughs> actually that, that little that talent on the gun is really cool and even the way it shows in the UI is really neat. I think the stacks only go up to like 20 or something like that. Um, it, it's a much lower stack. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
I'm trying to kind of go through some because we've 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 gone ahead and covered some of the stuff I was going to ask about, which yeah, is bro. awesome. That's that's totally fine. Cool. Um, let's see. What is your most memorable moment from Division One? <laughs> I'm afraid uh, to ask <laughs> to a point, but yeah. no, it's PV related. I'll, I'll yeah. keep that clean. Um, yeah. <laughs> we were doing Dragon's Nest, and um, you know, I was hitting the so you know, everyone always goes to the back left corner. We're doing it sure, that way, sure, it's 1.6. Sure. And um, I hit the switch closest to us, and my friend Scout hits the furthest uh switch, and the tank drops. He runs right underneath the tank, and it plops him down after I green him up from dying. So I green him up. He hits the stand-up animation. Tank knocks him right back down. That was probably That's my right. favorite moment. Oh, yeah. man. I was that, laughing so hard. I, I've seen people do that on purpose. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and, and the shape that their body takes when it happens <laughs> is uh, is definitely one of the funnier things. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about Warframe and Destiny. Um, with Division 2... Is there another game you can think of that you would like to see some feature or some mechanic from in Division Two? Um, it's tough, man. I mean, because Division Two takes a lot from Diablo, also. Yes. So, um, from that aspect, I think the drop rates in Diablo are very fair to okay. um, what you can do with division to kind of balance it out and keep everyone happy um but yeah you just need different ways to show your accomplishments in division two like have the you know gear sets drop from everywhere like don't hide them behind a um a raid or you know if there's incursion cell or whatever the case may be um have the general gear drop from there but have ways to change that gear or mods to add from them add to them sorry um, from you know raids or incursions or whatever sure. the case may be, like that's what you lock behind walls, and maybe an exotic weapon you you lock behind a wall. But try and keep like gear out in the open, but then have some exclusivity to activities. This podcast probably won't be released until this coming weekend, so this is Tuesday or no, this is Monday. What day is it? I don't know what day it is. It's Monday. Uh, it's Monday. <laughs> and uh, but what's funny is I actually had a video go out today that was <laughs> about Diablo. Oh, cool, and man. I talked about three things from Diablo I would like to see in Division, mm-hmm. and one of them was from Diablo three, and I had to read about it. I've played a little bit of Diablo three, but not enough to even get to this point. But okay. the art, the artisans, and reading about that system mm-hmm. got me so pumped for the civilian uh, militia groups <laughs> in Division two because I can see so many parallels to how that could possibly work. Yeah. Um, and I really love the idea of being able to get gear or, or even support from them in a Division 2 kind of way mm-hmm. or to be able to upgrade them, which from the demo seems really, really obvious that you use this um, these resources that you collect from doing missions and stuff to upgrade the local group or whatever it is. So we know that's a thing. We don't know exactly how it works. Yeah. But so I'm really curious that that was really cool for me to even just read about that system and I, as soon as I started reading it, I was like, oh, my God, this could be so awesome. Yeah, um, AI can work, man, definitely. Like, yeah. there's proof of it. I mean, was that that Dota or DOTA game? Like, mm-hmm. uh, artificial intelligence just beat pro players two games to one. <laughs> sure. you say, I was reading about that. Like, it works, sure. man. And, like, even oh, yeah. the, the AI that spawns in uh, Diablo 3, like, you're, like, a necromancer or witch mm-hmm. doctor, like, the animals or, you know, the skeletons that spawn, like, they defeat enemies. Like, it's possible. Sure. Sure, you got to sure. build into it. 
Absolutely. So like, if you could build into your civilians, like yeah. if you're set for that, another role situation. <laughs> sure. Like no. a le- like a yeah. leadership gear, uh, gear set or something. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. So, yeah. but yeah, when I was reading through that, I was like, man. And then I was reading about the rifts as well, and realizing, like, good lord, what underground could have been. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I still wouldn't be surprised if I think survival and underground will see some kind of evolution in Division Two. I, um, I, I think they'd be smart enough not to give us the exact same thing again. Yeah. Um, and maybe they won't. I think survival is kind of, sort of whispered, confirmed. Um, okay. by some stuff that Julian Garrity said during the skill up interview. Um, okay. they basically said they really, really, really like survival. And it I was kind of like it. a, it was like a wink, wink, hint, hint kind of thing. The only um, problem I have with it's just too slow in my opinion. Yeah. Like it needs to be sped up and oh, for sure. get the players close together, which yep. is, you know, obviously based off that are all battle royale instances, but you can do it differently. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I, I think that, I think survival in its own is a better system than uh, BR, but 100%. I definitely think it can take some BR influences and be even better. So yeah, I, uh, you get I, it quick, I agree. People yeah. will play more games and then they won't feel like oh, I looted for 30 minutes and I get killed by one player or like, by crap. A, yeah. A, a, a yellow enemy that you just ran into and didn't mean to. Yeah. 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 Compared but, to two minutes and you get killed. But, sure. All right. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Sure. Yeah, then move on. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there was some features, um, that like from destiny and Warframe that makes those games replayable in a way that division may not be, are, are there any ideas you can think of that you would take from either of those games to, to um, make to make Division more replayable? Um, Division seas- 2, I guess. Seasonal and weekly and daily events is what keeps a game alive. Uh, gear sure. exclusivity locked behind events on weekends. Um, cosmetics locked between monthly events that are technically games like in-game holidays that are created through the lore. I think those are fantastic. Like sure. uh, Destiny has Festival of the Lost, which is kind of like a um, Halloween type uh, holiday, okay. and you get masks, which is kind of cool. I mean, they're just sure. cosmetic, and you get like shaders, and you get to like pick up candy from the vendors and stuff and turn them into things. Like it's <laughs> okay. it's, it's 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 stupid, but it's cool. Man. I mean, I know they wouldn't go that far with the candy and stuff. Sure, but, but still, you know, like have like a theme mask, which is kind of what they did with the Jason mask and you know the pig mask. Um, have it themed around when you release content and kind of get it more tied and personable to the game and like uh, in story characters. Like I want to have more of a relationship with the vendors and Fei Lao and you know, like just to that aspect. That's what I would want. I just want to be more involved with the lore and the story. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we'll see global events again? That's kind of going along with what you just said. Ooh. Sort of. I think they can do better than a global event. That's me I personally. Agree. I know what they're sure. capable of, and yeah. I think they can come up with a better idea, or ideas, I should say. I think sure. that uh, you know maybe we'll get an exotic that appears behind a quest. You know that only happens on weekends or whatever the case may be. You know, like something along those lines. Yeah the the whole wording of mm-hmm. the DLCs that they've announced the Act One, Act Two, Act Three. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's one that's good PR, mm-hmm. that's good marketing. Definitely. You know that that sounds cool. I think um, it does. <laughs> but it, but it also kind of makes me wonder if it's if they're gonna try to make Division Two feel much more like episodic, 
and much more like not just oh here's this patch we made here's some new stuff in it Love but more it. like act one more here's, yeah. here's this thing and it's fucking awesome exactly. you know like <laughs> you know like like that's 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 i and it seems like the feel i'm getting obviously we don't know much um but mm-hmm. the feel i got about division one especially two and a half years later is that even given the time that they developed it in, it was still rushed out. And and mm-hmm. I really don't think anyone can dispute that. Like no. that seems obvious. Um, and I can only imagine the toll that took on the people who, who had to do that. Um, yeah. That's probably really hard to, yeah. yeah. To, to, oh. it, it, it's, it, that's gotta be tough. So what the, the feel I'm getting and I got when I was at E3 and that maybe you'll get from anyone that you get to interact with at PAX was, that they're excited and maybe maybe they were excited about division one too even knowing you know what what was going to be going like what was coming i i i suspect that they weren't as i suspect it wasn't the same way they probably had more of a brain face on than anything yeah yeah and and it really doesn't feel like that so whatever (laughs) it is it's coming you know it's it's not going to be perfect it's going to have to be adjusted they're going to have to work on it but it does definitely feel from the things I'm seeing, the things I'm hearing, the people I've talked to, that it it seems a lot like, oh, you, I just can't wait to show you this, rather than, oh yeah, it's gonna be great for sure, definitely, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, uh, it's and and to the point where there's, you know, I would almost say a cockiness to it at some point, which is awesome. I, if, I think if, that's a good thing. If the end game bugs are gone at launch and like no one's, you know, seen floating weapons or <laughs> you know invisible weapons and thing along those lines, flying I think off of ladders. Sure, yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah, or yeah. falling through the ground into oblivion. You know <laughs> In- what I mean? Infinitely. Yeah. Yeah. So if they eliminate those things and sure. have a decent story with some uh, cutscenes, yep. I think that's a huge improvement over what they I have. I agree. If my heels work when they're supposed to. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I'm sure that's well, what the couple second cooldown is for. That's well, they took care of that. There's no heels. There's yeah. only armor. <laughs> med kits, I should say. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And they're not even med kits. They're armor plates. Oh, are they? Is that what you're putting back? Oh, oh no. so have you not seen it? I so, saw the healing animation. I thought he was like stabbing himself in the leg still. So. so, and especially if you get to touch it, what you'll see is um, what I actually compare the new system to is Halo. Mm-hmm. Is that your armor is your health? Because yeah. if your armor is gone, your actual health pool was so tiny in that demo mm-hmm. that if you depleted your armor and didn't replace it, it, it only took a couple shots to kill you. It was extremely punishing if your armor was gone. And what happens when you use that heal, um, the, what, well, what we call now the heal, the new one where you have to hold it down, mm-hmm. that's actually him reaching into his chest rig and pulling out the old plate and throwing it. Yeah. And then sticking a new armor plate in. And that's how you're re-upping gotcha. your armor. Gotcha. Okay. Um, which is something I'm super pumped about. Um, I think that's going to be... It's going to be a good system, and, and, and that offers a lot of opportunities for gear sets and stuff like that. To, Healing speed uh, and stuff like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, or, or more, more armor or different types of armor. Or mm-hmm. um, we there is some inclination that um, the one thing I do know is, and they said it uh, during one of the streams, was that that hive skill okay. that attacks the weak point of the enemies every single skill in this game is going to be able to be significantly modded. So just because what we saw in the demo, like mm-hmm. that is, that's an offensive skill. You know, you throw it at the enemies it attacks them and it helps you kill them. Yeah. Um, they've made it clear that every one of those skills is going to have mods that drastically changes what they do. Yeah. So that same hive um, may or may not have a mode that will actually re that will actually fix your armor. If you throw yeah. it near yourself, the little nanobots will come out and instead of killing your enemy, they actually help you. 
put armor um, on you or they turn into armor, whatever the case may be. They, yeah. they, they yeah. showed an example of this. It actually was on the stream of the, mm-hmm. the drone. So what most people saw was the drone that, because I got to play with it, where you would look at a player and hit a button and it would go and attack them. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in one of the demos, they actually showed a different drone that works kind of like a trophy system, like from Call of Duty and stuff. Okay. And it hovers above you and it shoots bullets out of the air. Okay. So while you're getting shot at, it actually will, but it, it has a limited supply, right? It can only mm-hmm. go on for so long. So even just in that one example, and I guess there's going to be tons of mods for each skill. So those are two extremely drastic differences where now most of the skills we have, they kind of do the same thing in different ways. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're either offensive or defensive or they're pretty much all offensive or support. I wouldn't mm-hmm. even say, I guess the, the, the defense and stuff, but, um, so that's a thing I think is going to be really cool. Um, yeah, so now I'm excited. That's going to be fun. <laughs> so the last thing I have for you from my side okay. is how so I think a big thing that people have talked about with raids in the division and especially comparing them to Destiny mm-hmm. is that Destiny has the luxury of no realism. Yes. They they have the luxury of double jumping. They yeah, have the luxury of, yep. of, of jumping on floating things. They mm-hmm. have the luxury of literally be, it's kind of Warframe too in a way. Portals. They and they can do stuff. whatever the hell they want because it's spaceman magic time, you know, <laughs> exactly, like Exactly, dude. And, and so stuff like that, you know. 100%. Yeah. So like do you have any thoughts or curiosities or anything about what kind of mechanics we may see in the raids for division um i hope they're more suspenseful and you can still have puzzles while boots to the ground yep um i want to have it to where you have to verbally communicate it's not getting done if you guys don't talk absolutely there's no more solo queuing into you know, legendary Madison, not talking and just kind sure. of, eh, we'll see whatever is around him. Yeah. We'll sure. figure it out. You know, like I just don't see that. I just hope that's not a thing. Like I don't want to be able to blow through the content at launch at least. Agreed. Like, eventually you're going to have those alpha players that are going to two man it or four man it. <laughs> sure. It's going to yeah. happen. Like yeah, every game definitely. has it, but just at launch, I just hope it really involves communication and like, maybe like, you know, depending on where it's at, um, you know, like trapdoors that lead to places and, you know, sure. Some exploration, not mm-hmm. just my, my biggest thing for the, for a mechanic in it is something that you can take from destiny is I hope that we, I hope when that first raid opens up and the subsequent raids, I hope we don't know anything about it. Yep. I hope yep. we don't know what the first step is. I hope we don't know how to kill that first boss that we run into. Mm-hmm. I hope because Wilbur and Times Square is a great example of that was the closest I think we ever really got to that. <laughs> if you, when when they did that legend, you know, that first time you ran that legendary yeah. and everyone got to Wilbur that first time, mm-hmm. everyone's like he's just a heavy. Don't we just yeah. have to shoot him a bunch? Like why isn't he die? Like why isn't he taking damage? This is game's, the game, blood, man. game's broken, man. Yeah, <laughs> and then when people realize, you only have to pop his pack first. Yeah, it's it's not something I'm happy about necessarily, but that was one of the closest things we got to having to discover. Yeah, how to do a thing because almost everything else was just kind of handed to us. Oh you know? yeah, so, there could be a lot of things where you're. Oh like, yeah, you complete activity and you're stuck in a room, and there's these switches on the wall. And you have to hit them in a certain order to yep. progress through a certain door, but yep. different doors open if you put them in a different order. And it kind of sure. like makes you explore and kind of figure out which way you have to go. 
Or like even make us like- use our skills. Make us use, you know, maybe you have to throw a hive on top of something and two hives have to be in a certain spot before, before you can go activate something else. Oh, and yeah. then, you know, like there's mm-hmm. so much. And the fact that they're doing eight players honestly blew my mind. I just don't see. That's the one thing that they're going to shock me with. Like, sure, just, sure. What are you going to do that requires like not a bullet sponge and that's going to yeah. involve eight people to talk to yeah. each other? Like, I'm so excited for that. I agree. If, it, if there's, an I account, agree. Like four of you stand on a plate, then three of you have to go up here and then sure. you are DPS and to get sure. the shield off this boss. Like, yeah, man, I'm totally down. I hope that's a thing. We'll see. I'm, I'm super curious to what that's yeah. going to look like because that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people to communicate because um. Destiny is six, right? Yes. Um, and which is that's still a lot of people, but throwing two more on there, I really thought it would be six. I honestly thought that would be a copy straight from Destiny. I thought they would just do six. Even nice. with six, man, one bad apple it's a lot. can throw you sure, off. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, so I'm really curious. Eight's a lot of people to organize, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say that that's one of the things I'm the most excited about. That I'm afraid won't be quite as feature rich as everyone's going to want it to be. Mm-hmm. But the clan system, um, or whatever they're going to call it. Um, is, is going to be essential, and personally, I, I think for for the raids and stuff like that. To, that's uh, that's scary to me. And uh, I mean, it's going to be a great thing overall. But like the sure. actual like clan feature, if it's in game, yep. it broke Destiny too. It yep. broke it, dude. It was offline. Like you couldn't, get, you know, like it it messed it up for a second, man. Sure. And log into your clan or anything. Yep. And and the thing I'm worried about with that is yeah. they've they've basically already confirmed that there's no current plans for an, an app, which is a bummer. No public API, um, yeah. No. Yeah, and, and that and that's a bummer. Uh, but again, that's that goes back to what I was saying before. They never said there would be. You know, like like We'd we all for it. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. We all assumed, but that's the problem with assuming. You know, I think that's um, one of the first things I asked for whenever. Oh, like, for sure. I'm like, I want a public API. And, and don't get me wrong, I <laughs> yeah. still want it. I still definitely want it. But, but there's examples out there, like Destiny 2, like people broke like the leveling system by mm-hmm. taking advantage of the public API. Mm-hmm. So I get like there's a ton of reasons why you shouldn't do it. Yeah. And, and we've all seen what loadouts did to the yep. game. You know, like there's a reason those things get held back. And mm-hmm. even when they get held back, they still don't really. Uh, man, loadouts are awesome, but they've caused as many problems as they solved. You know, yeah. um, because really, I would say pretty much a majority of the exploits and glitches since in the last year and a half or whatever have been because of loadouts. Yeah. Um, but good Lord, could you ever imagine them trying to take those away? Oh, it'd be rough. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, wouldn't want, I'd probably be done for a while, but yeah, okay. I'd probably, like, I'm hanging my shoes up. <laughs> sure. Sure. Not yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the, the clan system, I'm really hoping they at least have a, like a website. I'm really hoping that you can at least manage it. Um, that's how, um, battlefield three and four was. Mm-hmm. You could manage your clan on a website. Um, you could you could do it on an app as well, but mm-hmm. you could also do it on a website, and that was really nice because if you can upload like custom logos and manage your stuff that way, and that that'd be yeah. that'd be pretty badass. So you know they haven't said that. You know we can't expect it. We can want it though. Yeah. Um, I, it's just gonna be a little bit of a bummer if that system is completely handled in game. Um, but I'm I, sure they'll fi- if it's in game, it'll be on a site. I'd be more so, so. It might not be in game, but it'll be on a site kind of deal than anything. Yeah. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe like you might have like uh, if you like click on your name and you see like you know your patch or your trophy sure, or whatever. Sure. Sure. They'll have like your clan's name underneath it or something. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I know that there's gonna be clan tags, which is awesome, mm-hmm. so people don't have to change their whole damn gamer tag just <laughs> yeah, to have I never it did on that. there. I was never one yeah. of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I. 
Yeah, I'll reserve. You were one, you were uh, one of those guys? No, I wasn't. <laughs> okay, in fact, I, I whenever I see people with clan tags and, and division, just because of the way the game is, it kind of makes me cringe a little. But yeah, I, yeah, it is what it is. It's I not that type of game. I, think, <laughs> I don't know. Just from personal experiences, I've I've had more like you get a negative response than a, like a, yeah. a praise yeah. when someone sees a clan tag. Like, Absolutely. oh, I know those guys. So, like, they hack or you know, sure. Sure. Their race sister, whatever the case may be. Like, you know, like I've never had like, oh, he's really nice. Like that clan's awesome. You know, <laughs> sure, like it doesn't sure. happen, man. Like it's it's so he's negative. So I don't see the point of it. Like no one's gonna be like, oh, he's MLG division team. Sure. 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 Yeah. 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 The the other thing, um, the mean girls uh part of my personality is super, <laughs> super pumped to see all of the drama about who's gonna be in whose clan. You can't sit with those kind of things. Oh yeah. man, yeah. who's gonna be you know, who's gonna be allowed? Like, cause especially yeah. if you can only join one, if you can oh, only yeah. be in That'll one, which I assume, you know, like just I yeah, those those politics are gonna be so funny and I'll probably be a part of it, but it's, it's, it's still, there's a little part of me that's just kind of sitting there like twiddling my fingers, like, hey, it's yeah. going to be funny. Depending, Everyone's going to be. <laughs> yeah. It depends on the cap too. Like if, if there's like a hundred people allowed in the sure. clan, I'm going to be like, sure. dude, all right, you need help. Like, come on, I got a spot for you. And you're like, no problem. Yeah. Like that's what it's all about in the clan. Yeah. I've met a lot of people in Destiny 2 here to climb. Like, I've never talked to this person, but I'll pop up the app and I'll be like, hey, man, like, I can't do the nightfall this week. Like, can anybody help me out? I'm like, sure. Yeah, dude, get on at 8 Central. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, and then he'll end up being like a friend a couple months later. It's Absolutely. really cool, man. Sure. It's going to take a lot of solo gamers that complain about the things that are going to hell in Division 1, and it's going to turn them into team oriented players. Absolutely. They're find people they can trust. Because they're yeah. going to give you benefits for being in a clan. Trust me, yeah. they're going to bait absolutely. You. They're going to bait those solo players to doing it. <laughs> and it's going to be nice because yeah. it's going to do that. And then it's also like yeah. you know, there's still there's a lot of people in this game who will play it and have no idea how it works. Mm-hmm. And it's because they have no they they don't they either have no way or they don't know a way or to connect to other people. Because yeah. you know that there's people out there running with like a purple piece, like two random green pieces a couple yellows and they haven't re-rolled anything like you know that's still out there even two and a half years later and but, then, and and I really hope that those people will be benefited by that new system like I understand it on console but PC players that I see like that I'm like you have a global chat you can <laughs> sure. literally say how should I build my striker yeah. and 20 yeah. people will respond be like hey man just join my group like DM me like you know sure. like sure it's just like when you see that on PC I'm just like how <laughs> sure. you know it's it's weird man so that's everything i had cool so if you have anything that you want to bring up feel free i think we're a little over one year of friendship i just want to say thanks oh you've been a real pal oh you too i appreciate it man it's been great it's been yeah that's uh it's one of the things that's kept me around it's one of the things that's motivated me to to get involved to do things because i've met more awesome people in the last year or so than I probably ever have so yeah it's uh, crazy man right right back at works. you man yeah. it's been awesome for sure yeah um uh, trying to think do we got anything else for division two we've talked a lot yeah i think we missed it you know yeah i think that's it so uh, i think yeah. everyone can just hang it up until uh, march 15th we yeah. talked about it all yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, but I really appreciate you coming on, man. For um, sure, man. Anytime. Well, I, I, yeah, no, and I think 
maybe in December or January when we likely know more. I think I want to have Bronson back on to talk PvP. I'd love yeah. to have you back on to talk about you know what we find out about the things we talked about today. And yeah, the even, same uh, after PAX, man. If you want, sure. if you want to compare our thoughts on um, the demo, sure, we can that'd be great. Too. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I will uh, give you an opportunity to tell people where uh, where they can find you. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Armor4Core. <laughs> Check him out. He's a lovely, gigantic man. <laughs> gigantic heart. That's right. With a gigantic heart. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what they say about big men. They have big hearts. <laughs> so I appreciate it, dude. Thank you very much. No problem, Bob. And that was part two with Armor4Core. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Um, it was a blast talking to him. Uh, Corey and I have a lot of uh, history with each other over the last year or so, and uh, it's it's been cool. So he's a great guy, and um, I'm really excited for him to be at PAX West, and uh, I can't wait to see uh, what he has to tell us, and um, I can't wait to hear his stories and, and thoughts of everything. That said, again, if you have any questions that you want me to um, address or answer during the stream uh, or during the podcast, um, ask him on Twitter or Discord. Um, find the echo cast on anchor itunes and soundcloud you can find me on twitter youtube and twitch as bond diesel you can find me on instagram as bond diesel underscore twitch and that's it thank you very much for listening i really appreciate all the love and support Um, please do know that if you wish to support me in one way or the other you can um, do it on Twitch, you can actually now do it on Anchor if you check me out on there. Um, or you can do it by just listening to my stuff, watching the streams, liking my tweets. Uh, it all means a ton to me. So, that said, I hope you have a great one. This was Bond Diesel, and until next time. <laughs>